Hello and welcome to Southern Middle Tennessee Today on WKOM and WKRM Radio, your hometown news broadcasting from Columbia, Tennessee. I'm your host, Tom Price. Today is Thursday, December 29th, and we start with local news. Murray County Water Systems and Columbia Power and Water Systems continues to address water main breaks around Murray County. However, they reported via social media that they are not experiencing any loss in system pressure, which would lead to a boil water notice. The current warmer and drier weather offers an opportunity for Murray County Water Service and Columbia Power and Water to notice any wet areas that may represent leaks that could lead to service interruptions. Residents are asked to report any leaks so that they can be repaired before this weekend when rain is expected. Leaks can be undetected in rainfall. The warmer weather also means residents no longer need to drip faucets. You can report leaks to Murray County Water System at 931-381-8900 or to Columbia Power and Water System at 931-388-4833. Record-setting temperatures across the region over the holiday weekend put intense pressure on the power system. The Tennessee Valley Authority and local power companies worked around the clock in difficult conditions to meet this extreme demand. On Saturday morning, December 24th, TVA directed local power companies to implement planned, short-duration, intermittent power interruptions to maintain system reliability. This action is similar to steps that TVA and local power companies took on Friday, December 23rd, to help ensure power system reliability. During the 24 hours of December 23rd, TVA supplied more energy than at any other time in its history, 740 gigawatt hours, or 740 million kilowatt hours. The cold also produced a winter record for peak power demand of 33,425 megawatts at 7 p.m. when the region-wide average temperature was just 9 degrees. The strong partnership between TVA, local power companies, and industrial customers, as well as the individual contributions of residents to conserve energy, continues to make a difference. The public is asked to maintain their conservation efforts over the cold winter months using a few simple steps. Lower your thermostats by just one or two degrees. Public safety is of utmost importance during dangerously cold weather, so don't make big adjustments, but every degree can help save on future power bills. Delay doing laundry or running a dishwasher until the warmest part of the day, and turn off unnecessary lights and electronics. And when the sun is out, open window coverings on the sunny side of the home and office, but close window coverings at night and when the sun isn't brightly shining. We appreciate the work of so many local power companies, businesses, and residents to assist TVA in managing the impacts of this extraordinary weather event, said Don Mool, TVA's chief operating officer. We remain committed to working together to manage the demands of this extraordinary weather and still make the holidays safe and warm, he said. The Murray County Commission met last week to approve a resolution which would increase the setbacks from industrial and manufacturing uses by extending the distance from the shoreline of the Duck River where people are allowed to build. During the special called meeting, commissioners voted to increase the distance by 1,000 feet. Currently, there are three zoning categories with each having a different type of commercial use. The M2 Heavy Industrial District and M3 Special Industrial District permit certain industrial and manufacturing types of uses, some as by-right uses and some as special exception uses, the resolution reads. 
There is currently some overlap between these two districts with regards to the permitted uses. After reviewing the the districts and their current standards, the resolution states there was not sufficient safeguards against degradation of the county's waterways. The review of these districts and their current standards also revealed inadequate setbacks and protections of the uses and related building and structures from karst features such as sinkholes, the resolution stated. Though some members stated the resolution should be sent back to the Planning Commission, others disagreed. District 11 Commissioner Gwyn Evans, who has been on the Planning Commission for 16 years, said the resolution has already been discussed at length for months. If you postpone this and send it back tonight, you're looking at 12 to 18 months before anything can be done definitively, Evans said. I've been doing this a long time and I've seen this board shoot things down with no real alternative, he said. District 8 Commissioner Gabe Howard said the resolution is being presented too fast. No one in this room that's presented anything today is an environmentalist that has given us any concrete information that the number is 1,000, Howard said. I don't know if the number is 500, but I do know it needs to be slowed down so we can speed up and do things in the right way, he said. Efforts to decrease the number from 1,000 feet to 500 feet ultimately failed to pass by one vote. The commission plans to readdress the issue at their next meeting and first of the new year scheduled for December 17th of 2023. After more than 280 hours of sweat equity, homebuyer education, and one-on-one budget coaching, two local women purchased homes through Habitat for Humanity Williamson Murray with an affordable mortgage. There was not a dry eye in the house as friends, family, and the community gathered in Columbia to celebrate this milestone accomplishment for homebuyers Nina Reyes and Linda Lemus. Both women were presented with their mortgage certificates, keys to their homes, and gifts from staff, sponsors, and volunteers who have supported them along their journey. The road to Dedication Day was certainly not easy for these two ladies. After years of relocating due to rental increases and a discouraging housing market, Nina is relieved at the stability homeownership will provide for her family. I won't have to bounce around from place to place anymore, she explained. I am proof that homeownership is possible, she said. As a single working parent of two young children, Linda Lemus was struggling to find local housing options within her means. The Habitat for Humanity Williamson Murray Home Ownership Program was an opportunity to create a better path for herself and her children, Isaiah and Maya. Both children shed tears of joy seeing their own bedrooms for the first time and look forward to celebrating the holidays together in their new home. Linda is not the first member of the Lemus family to complete the Habitat program. Ten years ago, her brother Frank purchased a home for his family through Habitat for Humanity Williamson Murray. During Linda's ceremony, Frank took a moment to share how impactful home ownership has been, leading to better career opportunities, personal growth, and overall stability. Joined by two generations of program participants, this dedication ceremony was a full-circle moment for the Lemus family and Habitat for Humanity, Williamson Murray, who is entering their 13th year of service this month. I joined the affiliate 10 years ago, and one of my first builds was Frank Lemus, noted Habitat for Humanity, Williamson Murray, President and COO Jenny Galland. Linda's dedication was a really emotional one. Standing there with Frank, who is doing so well and crediting his home for his family's stability, and Linda, who is on the cusp of reaping the many benefits of her new home, it was hard not to be moved. I found it a testament to the life-changing power of the Habitat for Humanity program and a perfect example of God's love in action, she said. 
The affiliate prides itself on building strength, stability, and self-reliance through shelter. Over the course of 30 years, the nonprofit has helped 300 families achieve safe, affordable housing through their home ownership and critical repair programs. We are incredibly proud of the lasting impact of our programs, but there's still plenty of work to be done. Many of our teachers, first responders, and valued essential workers are being priced out of the housing market and struggling to remain in the communities in which they were born and raised, explained Habitat for Humanity Williamson Murray CEO Kim Randall. As the housing prices continue to climb in Middle Tennessee, the nonprofit is moving full steam ahead to meet the surging need for affordable housing. In 2023, Habitat for Humanity Williamson Murray will break ground on a 27-home neighborhood in Columbia to be built over the next three years. During this season of giving, giving Habitat for Humanity Williamson Murray asks you that you consider giving the gift of a home by no- donating through their website, hfhwm.org. Every dollar of your donation goes directly towards purchasing building materials for families like Nina and Linda. We truly felt like it was God's calling, said Chris Doty, director of development for a Tennessee children's home. We went to live with these kids to make sure they had a safe and secure environment to make sure they were loved, he said. Still, the holidays can stir up mixed emotion for the kids, described Doty. There's a certain buzz around Christmas time, he said. Some of them have had bad experience around Christmas because their families haven't been what we think we might think of as a family. A lot of people think of Christmas as family time, and a lot of these guys haven't had that, he said. Dodu, who has worked with Tennessee Children's Home for 11 years, started as a house parent or a residential counselor alongside his wife, Mindy. House parents care for the children taken in by the home, of which there are 32 boys aged 13 to 18 at the Spring Hill campus. The Spring Hill campus construction was completed in 2021, located off Dr. Robertson Road, and is just one of several locations in Tennessee. Other home campuses can be found in Henderson, Ashland City, and Knoxville. Since its foundation in 1909, Tennessee Children's Home has provided shelter, care, and more for over 23,000 kids. Chris Doty describes these kids as at-risk youth. These kids come in with a lot of different backgrounds. A lot of them have been abused and neglected, taught irrational ways to respond to different problems in their life, he stated. The home utilizes the EQUIP program model, which is a tool intended to teach children how to think and act responsibly through a peer help approach. Instead of resorting to drugs and alcohol, they learn there's different ways to handle those problems, Doty said. He explained that the children at the Spring Hill campus might have a family to return to, or they might not. Their parents may be in jail, on drugs or alcohol, or the children just haven't had the proper guidance they need. It's a plethora of all those things. Doty explained as reasons why a child might be taken in by the home. As a former house parent, Doty described the job as challenging but extremely rewarding. You do run into really tough situations, but you get to see kids make a change for the better, he said. His wife, Mindy, started as a house parent, but now aids the home through volunteering. She organizes, donated, or bought Christmas gifts to ensure everybody at the home has what they need, such as coats, shoes, and more. It isn't explicitly stated that the children will receive gifts for Christmas, but they know they're going to be taken care of, said Doty. They get to have a lot of things provided for them around Christmas time, he said. Many of them will have the best Christmas they've ever had. To spread the holiday cheer, various groups will visit the home and participate in numerous holiday traditions such as caroling, gifting, stockings, presents, and more. 
Some individual houses took the children to watch brightly decorated floats go by the Spring Hill Christmas Parade, and others built gingerbread houses. On the Tennessee Children's Home website, some statistics are stated. A child is abused or neglected in Tennessee every 57 minutes. Approximately 9,000 Tennessee children are in state custody, and more than 16,500 Tennessee children are homeless. For some children, all they want for Christmas is a home. For the 32 kids at Tennessee Children's Home Spring Hill Campus, they've received a home and so much more. Doty expressed gratitude for those who have donated gifts and those who currently want to. However, he mentioned that gifts needed now are ones for the house parents, such as a date night gift certificate or supplies for the house. Those interested can also find ways to donate time or money on their website by visiting www.tennesseechildrenshome.org. Wreaths across America memorials took place across the country on December 17th, including at the historic Spring Hill Cemetery and Spring Hill Memorial Cemetery, which drew dozens of community members to honor veterans. The memorial event was attended by members of the Southern Spring Veterans Club, Daughters of the American Revolution, and the Nathaniel Chairs Camp of the Sons of Confederate Veterans, who laid wreaths at the headstones of every veteran in both cemeteries. According to Wreaths Across America news release, memorials took place at more than 3,000 locations across the country, with more than 2.7 million wreaths placed on the headstones of veterans. The City of Spring Hill's Board of Mayor and Aldermen voted unanimously last week to update the pay scale for shift-based fire department staff who work at least 2,756 hours annually. The resulting increases go into effect during the pay period beginning January 7th and apply to 57 frontline firefighters. The City Administrator's Office, Human Resources Department, and the Fire Department reviewed pay levels at fire departments across Tennessee and confirmed Spring Hill firefighters' pay is below that of many comparable agencies. Spring Hill's elected leaders had been discussing raising wages for some time to improve the ability of the Fire Department to recruit and retain trained firefighters. The firefighter pay increases will aid in the recruitment and retention of qualified firefighters, said Fire Chief Greg. We need to narrow the firefighter pay gap between our city and surrounding cities' departments, he said. The funding for the proposed increase will be added to the fiscal year 22-23 budget amendment package for the fire department to fund salaries through the end of the fiscal year. The total cost of the increases amounts to $156,301. Tennessee Governor Bill Lee, Department of Economic and Community Development Commissioner Stuart McWhorter, and Brazilian Professionals LLC officials announced last week the company will invest $6.1 million to establish new operations in Mount Pleasant, Tennessee. Brazilian Professionals, a California-based specialty hair treatment producer and distributor, will create 110 new jobs in Murray County, more than doubling its U.S. employment. Brazilian professionals will locate its distribution and hair care production operations in a newly constructed 50,000-square-foot building in the Cherry Glen Industrial Park, a select Tennessee-certified site. The company also plans to increase the space by another 12,000 square feet to accommodate other back-office functions and expanded corporate and headquarters-related operations. Once complete, the Tennessee facility will serve as Brazilian professionals' primary U.S. distribution site. Founded in 2008 and headquartered in Agoura Hills, California, Brazilian Professionals LLC is an exclusive distributor of Brazilian Blowout and a Brazilian Bond Builder. 
The company manufactures and distributes its specialty hair products globally to independent beauty distributors, salons, and beauty supply companies. Since 2018, the Tennessee Economic and Community Development has supported nearly 20 economic development projects in Murray County, resulting in 4,000 job commitments and $4.9 billion in capital investment. Tennessee is leading the nation as a top state to do business thanks to our skilled workforce, strong business climate, and quality of life. I welcome Brazilian professionals to Murray County and appreciate this company's decision to create new jobs for Tennesseans across the region, said Governor Bill Lee. Tennessee's low cost of doing business continues to attract companies like Brazilian professionals to the volunteer state, said Tennessee Economic and Community Development Commissioner Stuart McWhorter. We are proud to be the new home of Brazilian professionals and believe Murray County's central location will serve this company well as it establishes its main U.S. distribution site in Mount Pleasant. We are excited to be expanding our business in Murray County, Tennessee, and to be working with so many individual people at both the local and state levels. These partnerships have already opened exciting opportunities for us in our product line, said M. Devin Semler, chairman of the Board of Brazilian Professionals, LLC. In the coming months, we plan to complete the construction of our facility in Mount Pleasant, which will be an ongoing project for the next three years as we continue to expand and increase production. We are grateful for the support of the county and government officials in Tennessee and look forward to growing our company and family of employees and contractors, he said. The announcement by Brazilian professionals is a perfect example of the positive results when Team Murray works together, said Murray County Mayor Sheila Butt. The spec building that attracted the company to our community was developed on a Tennessee Economic and Community Development Select Tennessee Certified Site through a unique partnership between Murray County, Mount Pleasant, Mount Pleasant Power System, Murray County Industrial and Development Board, and the Murray Alliance. I am proud of our economic development teamwork, and I am proud that Brazilian professionals have selected Murray County as the place to grow their business, she said. And now your hometown memorials, sponsored by Oaks and Nichols Funeral Home. Mrs. Dorothy Dot Curry Grimmett, 81, a retired teacher and a resident of Columbia, died Saturday at Murray Regional Medical Center. Funeral services for Mrs. Grimmett will be conducted on Thursday at 10.30 a.m. at Oaks and Nichols Funeral Home. Burial will follow in Cedar Hill Cemetery. Mr. Bobby Keith Huckabee, 58, a resident of Pulaski died Thursday, December 22nd at his residence. Funeral services for Mr. Huckabee will be conducted on Thursday at 1 p.m. at Oaks and Nichols Funeral Home. The family will visit with friends on Thursday from 11 a.m. until the time of the service at the funeral home. Hometown Memorials is sponsored by Oaks and Nichols Funeral Home, serving with dignity and consideration for over 150 years. As years go by, people may tend to forget just what a funeral is really all about. At Oaks and Nichols, we believe it's first and always a special remembrance of someone you love. We start by listening to your needs and desires. If you're unsure, we can help gently, professionally. At Oaks and Nichols Funeral Directors, we haven't lost sight of why we're here, to serve Murray County families in the ways they prefer and why Matt and Susie Sowell believe the way to honor tradition is with especially personal service. We believe your traditions, your customs, your rites of passage are very important, but we also believe in taking care of your personal wishes as well. 
At Oaks and Nichols, we try to do more than just the expected things, so the service you receive honors your heritage and is uniquely yours, and we invite you to experience the difference. Oaks and Nichols Funeral Directors, 320 West 7th Street in Columbia, since 1856, people you can rely on. For your southern Middle Tennessee weather, we will have cloudy skies with peaks of sunshine expected. The high will be near 60 degrees with winds out of the south at 10 to 20 miles per hour. Tonight, we can expect some clouds and a low of 51. Winds will be out of the south-southeast at 10 to 15 miles per hour. Let's take a break. When we come back, we'll cover state and national news that affect you. You're listening to Southern Middle Tennessee Today. Family first. (laughs) My dad used to tell us that all the time. But family first wasn't just something he'd say to us. It was how he lived every day of his life. And it's how I try to live mine, too. At Shelter Insurance, our agents are dedicated to helping provide personalized auto, home, and life protection that puts your family first. For auto, home, life, or business insurance, see Shelter Agent Tommy Hyde Jr. at 388-2009. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high-quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hello, this is John McEwen with McEwen Group Real Estate, located at 17A Public Square in beautiful downtown Columbia. Our family has over 40 years' experience selling farms, residential, recreational, and all types of real estate here in Middle Tennessee. Check us out online at McEwenGroup.com or on Facebook and Instagram at McEwen Group, or give me a call today at 931-628-1749. McEwen Group, land is your legacy. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard, so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter. Like the drywall that somehow isn't. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning. Built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today. 388-2090. This is Chris Dowdy from Tennessee Children's Home. We are overwhelmed by the support through our move to our new Spring Hill campus. We are excited about the new opportunities that these buildings will provide us to serve at-risk youth. We ask that you will continue to pray for us and those that we serve. We still need your continued support. Visit our website, TennesseeChildrensHome.org, to make a donation or learn more about what we're doing to serve at-risk youth in Tennessee.
Adult education in Tennessee, it's more than just a diploma. It's a path to a better life. It's a way to help you communicate more effectively. From high school equivalency classes and testing to English as a second language and college prep courses, there's no shortage of opportunities to enhance the lives of you and your family. Adult education in Tennessee, it's more than just a diploma. Go to tnworkready.com to unlock your maximum potential. Brought to you by Tennessee Adult Education, the Tennessee Association of Broadcasters, and this station. Welcome back to Southern Middle Tennessee Today on WKOM 101.7 and WKRM 103.7, your hometown source for news and information. I'm Tom Price. And now news from around the state. There have been seven winter storm-related fatalities in Tennessee as of Wednesday, the Tennessee Department of Health confirmed. The department could not provide further details. Memphis police confirmed one death related to the cold weather late last week. Officers were directed to the 1400 block of Union Avenue Friday morning. The man's identity has not been released. In Cumberland County, the sheriff's office released a statement Monday that said they believe four adults and two children died in an early morning house fire. An Arctic blast dropped temperatures across the state into the single, single digits on December 23rd. In Memphis, the National Weather Service reported that the coldest temperature Friday clocked in at zero degrees at their office just before 6 a.m. And the coldest air temperatures from the Memphis International Airport registered one degree at 7 a.m. Friday morning. The Tennessee Emergency Management Agency activated to a level three state of emergency Friday and the Tennessee Valley Authority, the federal agency that supplies all of Tennessee and parts of six other states with electricity, mandated local power companies, including Memphis, light, gas and water, shed up to 10 percent of their electric load. At one point Saturday morning, more than 10 percent of electric customers in Tennessee didn't have power and a total of 226,000 of MLGW's 422,000 customers felt the impact. A second storm hit parts of the state Monday, with some areas in Middle Tennessee seeing only half an inch of snow, while others saw up to two inches. The National Weather Service in Nashville had a winter weather advisory in place until 12 p.m. Central Time on Monday, and officials warned that roads would be slick and dangerous. Let's take one last break. When we come back, we'll cover the final story of the day. You're listening to Southern Middle Tennessee today. Turner and Osborne Tire Company, 1016 South Main Street in Columbia. Give them a call at 931-388-6822. They've been doing business since 1947 and in their current location since 1964. They provide the best tire and mechanical work at some of the best prices in Middle Tennessee. Hey, they're official Michelin and Goodyear dealers, and they've got all kinds of brands as well. Stop by and see Walker Vining and his professional staff, or check them out online at turnerandosborne.com. That's turnerandosborne.com. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. Welcome back to Southern Middle Tennessee Today, and now our final story. 
Feeling overserved from the holidays? Many of us are embarking on a dry January, giving up alcohol as we tackle our health-focused resolutions. But non-alcoholic and low-proof drinks don't have to be boring. Thanks to innovators in the beverage space, we can now enjoy a myriad of cocktails, booze-free beers, and more. Consider these the foundation for your non-alcoholic bar setup, just as you would their boozy counterparts. The self-proclaimed almond milk of alcohol, Ritual, makes zero-proof alcohol alternatives using natural botanicals, a fancy name for plants, herbs, and spices. Choose from tequila, gin, and whiskey alternatives, or opt for a starter pack to sample 350-milliliter bottles of all three. Seedlip founder Ben Branson is committed to working with nature to change how the world works. This London-based company produces distilled non-alcoholic spirits through a six-week process in which the naturally grown herbs, spices, and fruits are each distilled separately before blending. The resulting liquid is sugar and alcohol-free with the same nuanced flavors you'd expect to find in high-quality distilled spirits. Each non-alcoholic spirit is named for its ingredients. There's the Fresh and Floral Garden 108, the Zesty Spice 94, and the Citrus Forward Grove 42. Odds are, if there's a favorite liquor on your mind, there's a Liars alternative for it, spelled L-Y-R-E. This UK-based brand of non-alcoholic spirits launched back in 2019 and has since exploded into a source of countless booze-free alternatives. Whether you're starting to crave a rum and coke or gin fizz, by mid-January, Liars is here to help you stay on track. That's all for this edition of Southern Middle Tennessee Today on WKOM WKRM Radio. I'll be back tomorrow to update you with the latest news. I'm Tom Price. Thanks for listening. Be safe and have a great day.